Oh my god. Have you heard about that Operator 16 guy? All he does is talk shit on Twitter and brag about things he hasn't done and he's so opinionated. I mean, I really can't stand that Operator 16 guy. That's what my haters have been saying. What's going on, you guys? It's been a minute. Welcome back to the podcast. It is your boy, the poet, blogger, songwriter, hip-hop, K-pop stand extraordinaire, Mr. Operator 16, a.k.a. Chase LaRon Connor, a.k.a. Paxton Noah's uncle, a.k.a. Yes, I stole this from Jesus and Merrill, a.k.a. It's cold as shit outside. How y'all doing? I have missed you guys. I have missed talking to you guys. We have lots to talk about this week, lots to discuss, lots of things going on. And the culture, and that's one of the reasons why I hadn't really done it, was because I had reached a point where there was really just not anything to talk about. And um, and if you look at other hip-hop podcasts, particularly like the Joe Budden podcast um, and things like that, you realize they hadn't had a lot to talk about recently either. Like, there hadn't been a lot to, to talk about until, um, until January popped off. But uh, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are doing good. Lots of exciting things and times in my life right now. Um, first of all, I just started a brand new podcast called Time and a Half Show strictly on YouTube right now. Make sure you go subscribe. Time and a Half Show. Life, love, everything going on in, in, in the lives of millennials today from some pretty dope, you know, different kind of young people. We have, you know, hit the ground running. We love what we do. It's definitely fun. And we've definitely seen that even though we were only a few episodes in, if we keep going, this could be something that is very, very good. So I'm excited to definitely be be um to to definitely be working on that. I'm also, you know, making music. Nope. I was gonna release a project this year, but now that I'm into it i think i'm just gonna stick to what a, a a lot of dope people have told me and don't make projects when you don't have a big fan base yet just constantly release dope music and then like when you get to a certain point of a fan base like then you can release dope music so new song comes out friday it's called thank god produced by my homie chris Livingston, aka above the rest it's my only real pro producer i Outside of that, you you might see me link up with my homie Link Mean, who I've known since since that kid was like fourteen. But um, outside of that, I really don't work with anyone else. So music coming out Friday, thank God. Um, what else I got going on? I got a silent movie that I'm working on. I know what you're thinking, silent movie. Like, what the hell is that? But when I started to create content last year, I started to get into like this deep zone of creating things from scratch. Um, I knew it would always lead to me getting into film or acting because like I dabbled in it when I was in Alaska and I met with Seattle Talent and they told me like I really could actually be an actor and things like that. So I knew like eventually I, um, I would get into it. And it was just something that me and my homies came up with. Like we wanted to kind of put together this, dra this dramatic sort of short film, but we didn't want it to just be like, your normal short film like indie style which usually isn't very good we were like let's go out of the box be because the theme is that we're talking about a young man who um we're talking about a young man who essentially deaf who um who who excuse me lost my train of thought we're talking about a young man who falls in love online and it follows him into 
I guess you could say a butterfly effect and so many things happen so many so many things that he never could have expected and yes it's obviously loosely based on my own life and, and my own experiences so I'm definitely excited to to begin production on that and um, also this year I'm hoping to finish my poetry book I'm not rushing that that might take me six to seven months a year um, my debut poetry book has to be perfect so that's why I'm not rushing it um, I also have an essay coming out this year about the downfalls of happiness. So lots of things going on, but that's not why you're here because you don't give a shit about me yet. Let's talk about hip hop, man. There's been a lot going on recently, like a lot. But before we get into it, I want to say if you guys are up to to date on your topics, uh, what's going on? Obviously, you know this morning. Um, as I record this on, on Tuesday, the 27th, I believe it is, or 22nd, 22nd, excuse me, Tuesday, January 22nd, um, Chris Brown was detained in Paris this, this, this morning for like allegedly raping this woman. And look, I am a rape survivor. I am a suicide attempt survivor. So I've been through traumatic shit. Like I know what the... What 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 the grieving process is for 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 traumatic? Keep that in mind. So I automatically felt for the victim. I I, I automatically wanted to. I wouldn't say side with the victim because I know not to side with the victim, and not to side with with the person being accused of whatever this horrific crime is when it comes to things like rape and sexual abuse. I just know. That it's best to remain neutral until you get all the facts. So that's what I was trying to get people to see all day on social media was that you have to remain neutral. You can't just stick to one side of anything. But that was until I got like deep into it, right? And started to look up the 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 facts of everything. His girlfriend was in the room the entire time. There's over twenty people in um in the room. And also, this girl's friend who was there came out and said nothing happened. So, my question is, if this was in America, would, would this even have been the story? I don't think so. But because you're in Paris, you're a young man of color, I'm going to assume these are white women, assuming you get, you know, thrown at, thrown these whack, stupid rape allegations. And if you don't know anything about how they pr- do things... In Paris, basically, from the time you are detained, or in France, rather, basically, from the time you're detained, they they have 48 hours to either charge you or release you, or figure out what the hell they're they're gonna do. He was released in like 24. Now, it's still ongoing. He could still be charged at, at a later date, but because he was released so quickly, you gotta think that means like nothing actually happened, but. The internet just went so crazy over this. And even me saying, like, let's remain neutral, like, stop defending him and stop going to the side of the victim got me with some people talking, like, wild, stupid, crazy to me. Like, what in the fuck is wrong with me saying, hey, let's remain neutral. Let's not do anything until we have a precise and clear indication of what has happened. Apparently, that was just like me, you know, saying, fuck, 
fuck the victim or whatever. Like, I didn't say anything wrong. But, you know, we live in the era where people spend more time online than they do in books. So, I guess I have to kind of understand that. But that was crazy. I didn't think he raped her. I just thought it was a really wild story. However, at the same time, this is a man who has beaten a woman. So there is that. Not saying that I'm excusing it. I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying. I'm saying Chris Brown's track track record here. He assaulted Rihanna. Allegedly assaulted Karuche by her own words. I've seen stories about that. Um, stalked her well after they broke up. Made crazy comments about how all his exes will always be his. Crazy, stupid, possessive. And right now, is still being sued for allegedly raping a woman in L.A. He just didn't have charges pressed because the L.A. County Sheriff's Department couldn't decide if it was consensual or not. So while this one situation in Paris, in a microcosm, may seem... Like someone's out to get Chris Brown. When you step back and look at it from, from from the wider perspective, you see one thing. That that either you're on an R. Kelly path and eventually will realize that you did all this shit and you just got away with it for a long time. Or you're just running in some pretty fucked up circles that are constantly putting you in the way of harm and putting you in the way of just stupid stuff. Like... After everything that man has been through, right? I just want to know why this keeps happening to Chris Brown. Like, you got to start moving different, bro. You, you, you got to start moving with the right people. You a fucking grown-ass man. Probably around the same, the, same, the same age as me. And, and, and I feel like you still don't know who to fucking um, um, hang out with. And can we not put Chris Brown in the same category as R. Kelly? Like, the people who are doing that are some stupid, dumb people because they're clearly two very different people. One likes little girls, one likes grown women, first of all. Let's just put that out there. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's another thing. I'm learning that I gotta say allegedly a lot when you start to do this shit or else you're just gonna get sued. <laughs> Which is bullshit, because I like to speak my my motherfucking mind. But yeah. Totally wasn't my lead story that I talked about, that I planned on talking about. But it happened, so I was like, oh shit. I guess we gotta talk about it now, huh? Um, but yeah, um, so Chris Brown's free. No charges now. We'll talk about it next week, if, you know, something happens. But for now... Just an allegation. Let's move on. DeAndre Way Cortez, Big Draco. Big Draco having the best comeback, dog. When I saw he's going to be on The Breakfast Club, I knew that interview was going to go crazy viral. I knew it. I knew it. I said, there's no way that that man, who is an internet genius, when it comes to his internet shit, no one does it better, has ever done it better. I said, there's no way that man walks up there and, 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 and it doesn't go crazy viral. 
11 million views in six days. Birdman, which happened about a year ago or a little over a year ago, has 16 million views. Just to put it in perspective, it took a, it it took Birdman, you know, to put put some respect on my name. Took him took him one, over a year to reach 16 million views on that Breakfast Club interview. It took Soldier Boy six days to reach 11 million. Mind you, Soldier Boy has until very recently hadn't put out like any new music. It was just all the buzz from him talking, pretty much. But I think someone else said it best. He pretty much has taken over where 6 9 left off. You know, he trolls. He, you know, does extra. He, he, he's like the safe troll. With 6 9 he was so sp- sporadic and wanted to, like, be a gangster so bad, like, at least in entertainment purposes, that you didn't know if something real would actually happen. You know with Soulja Boy, like, nothing gonna happen. Like, he just be trolling. However, I do think it's very, very dope that that this man has his own gaming console, however real or whatever it might be, has his own watch. This man just signed a deal with E1, which, which if you know anything uh, about E1, you would understand that that's a huge, um, that it's a huge deal because definitely means that like someone somewhere paid attention to what he does his streams went up his streams went up i think 78 percent um in like a day or two like like crazy amounts of things that that have happened for this man in terms of just in terms of of just going viral um and and just terms of his exposure in the culture right now he really has taken over the space that 69 you know vacated and that's crazy because i definitely didn't see that coming um but that interview was fine. It was the complex interview that was just hard to watch. Like that was I I thought like I was watching four niggas just 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 make an idiot out of themselves. I could not watch Soldier Boy sit there and just cuss over and over again, talk over people and they're all arguing and they're trying to troll him and he won't let them. And when you watch the Breakfast Club interview with 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 Soldier Boy versus the complex one, you clearly can can see why the Breakfast Club one got the memes and the and the soldier um and the complex one was only around for like a couple of days only because there was like a few little pieces in there where Soldier Boy was like spitting some real shit about how black people don't really support other people in black businesses the way like Jews support Jews or Asians support Asians or whites support whites generally. Don't wanna say don't wanna speak on, on all people. But I'm just saying, outside of that part that went viral, nobody else was really like out there trying to necessarily make the. Um, they weren't really trying to make necessarily the uh, best, um, 
the the best content, I believe. I feel like they were up there to 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 try to clown him, and it just didn't work. You can't clown Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy is the king of the internet, and we all know that. We all know Soldier Boy is the king of the internet. We all know that without him, most of this shit wouldn't be there. And and, and regardless of how you feel about him. And he's trolling, like he just said, he he got a ten million dollar record deal. I don't know if that's true or not because the man said he say he was getting four hundred million from a deal. Turned out to be like two point five, which is still a lot of money. I'm just saying, but someone he's turns this man's life into a movie, like the mudslide, almost dying in the mudslide recently, having to like escape through the roof and and like swim through the mud and the water. Like DeAndre Way is amazing, and I have literally known about him since he was about fourteen, fifteen. Because he didn't make his first million to like seventeen, but he was on the internet like way before that, and I know because he was he he blew up on MySpace. <clears throat> Excuse me, drinking a refresh a refreshing cherry Seven Up. Remember, if thirsty, get your cherry Seven Up. This is not an ad. So I remember being on MySpace and just seeing him like blow up, and that was around the time like I really got into social media. And, like, I remember, like, I used to have all his songs on my, um, on my MP3 player. Um, funny story about that, actually. I was actually attacked by a pit bull while listening to a Soldier Boy song. That's why I don't listen to Soldier Boy anymore. At 13, I completely fractured my left wrist, broke every bone in my left wrist, and and broke my left arm while listening to Soldier Boy after a pit bull attacked me. So ever since then, I've never listened to Social Boy. True story. My mother can back that up. But yeah, Social Boy just took this, uh, the, the trolling space of 6ix9ine. And speaking of 6ix9ine, Segway! Mr. Daniel Hernandez was back in court to, today for what we thought was a bail hearing. Turns out his lawyer did, didn't even put in the request for bail. So I don't even know why he was in court today. But um I know he's got another court case. I think February not court case, he's got another court date, February twentieth. And I believe then we'll find out if he gets out of jail. But the crazy thing is is that Six Nine may have to switch lawyers because today it came out that his lawyer, Six Nine's lawyer, used to represent Shoddy in in another case. And I know you're thinking, well, Chase, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Why does that have to like do with with six nine? Well, I'm gonna tell you. It has to do with six nine because of a few things. One, now that um now now that you know they know the information, it's kind of believed that what he's going to end up doing is using that as a way to like to just pretty much backstab everybody else. We're thinking that his lawyer is is going to say, "Okay, well my client didn't do this be, because I know for a fact that Shadi, you know, who is, you know, obviously, you know, Shadi is 69's label boss, I think." Did this while 
um, you know, while out or I have this information. So, so you see how six nine lawyer could easily stab Shadi in the back. Now, Shadi's lawyers is, is also L. L El Chapa's loyals. I don't know how much you want to do that. He might end up in the fucking lake some goddamn where. But besides the point, I don't know what's next for Mr. Daniel Hernandez, aka Mr. Takashi Sixty Nine. I just hope it's all good for him. I hope that um, I hope that good positive things come out of it. And I hope, hope that he gets out in late February because, let's be real, Instagram is boring without 6ix9ine, dog. I don't even like getting on that thing no more, man. I need 6ix9ine around, bro. Instagram was way more lit when 6ix9ine was around. Now, granted, Soldier Boy coming back has made it far more entertaining, but it doesn't change the fact that, like, it's still a little bit boring without 6ix9ine so I thought he'd be getting out today I guess not so I guess we'll look forward to the future speaking of future Segway. future quit lean now because I'm not an idiot I figured this out a long time ago his 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 content changed how he moved about himself changed like he was putting together whole sentences. <laughs> My bad, Future. Don't sue me for that. Um, I was just able to tell, like, it was clear to me, obviously, that this man had, um, that this man had quit lean. But the interesting part of the reason I'm telling you this story, obviously, is because he said he was afraid to tell his fans. And that's the point that this culture has has gotten to. And let's just be clear, like J. Cole said, these white kids love when you don't give a fuck. Let's just be very fucking clear. Our hip-hop culture might be 99.9% black artists, but it is 99.9% bought and owned, label, and music-wise by white people and white kids. White people own the labels, white kids push the music. Period. You don't have to like that, you don't have to accept that fact, but that is a fact that I know. And so when when white people and white kids push this this culture, you get shit like this. You get shit like future being too afraid to say I'm getting healthy and growing up because you have because you have to portray this image that I'm fucked up off drugs all the time and, and I don't give a fuck. What a fucked up society we have. Where a man gets sober and proves his life, and he's afraid to tell people because of what you bum ass fans think. I wish I would give a fuck what you bum ass fans think. I love y'all. Y'all are dope, most of y'all who um who support me, but, but but also know that that love can turn to hate real real quick. So I don't give a fuck. Like I'm thankful for it, but you can't like, but but you can't really digest love or hate too much. So I find it interesting that Future wouldn't tell us that he quit Lean. Until it was obvious that that he had quit lean because his whole like personality had changed. But shout out to him, Wizarders out. I have not made my whole way through it just because I cannot listen to an hour straight of Future. I just can't. Granted, 
I can't listen to an hour straight of very many people at all. So, like, it's not just Future. I don't think I, I don't want you to think that I'm just like shitting on Future. I can't listen to an hour straight of nobody, even my own music. I don't listen to an hour straight. That's just me. Outside of BTS and like maybe like Michael Jackson and maybe not even Michael Jackson, maybe just BTS. So I'm very happy that Future is getting healthy. Um, fuck each and every one of you dumbass fans who thought or had an issue with him quitting Lean. And um, he's suspected to have no one album in the country next week. So um, I think it's going good for a future right now. I ain't even going to talk about his dumbass comments about his uh, baby mama and, and her husband. I'm just going to say happy wife, happy life. Moving on. I have a podcast. Another one, as I told you guys. But it's in show form on YouTube. It's called Time and a Half. Right? And on this show, we go around and interview millennials about hot topics in today's society. What they feel about things. Get the get the ideas of, of, of the people, right? So we're in... Um, let, let me back up a second. So... This show has usually three to four people on it, and me and the other main person, because me and my homie Xavier, or if you're on Twitter, he's an um, ace trainer. By the way, he's a dope for 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 photographer. I think it's like ace for ace photography. I'll 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 link y'all in the description if if y'all need it, but. So he's into to to K-pop big like me, right? So we're in the mall. We're sitting there filming stuff, just walking around, finding people, getting kicked out of stores. You know, typical YouTuber shit. And we run into the K-pop store. Well, really, it was an anime store that that's in the mall that's here in um the the this you know the the Metro Atlanta city that I live in. And we go in, and there's like a huge BTS section, right? And you and y'all know, like I'm a huge BTS stan. RM's my dog. Love Jimin, Jin V, J Hope, Cookie, uh, Suga V, all of them. Like I, I've been to a BTS show last year easily. I didn't even meet BTS till like May of last year. Easily spent over a thousand bucks on them the rest of the year. Like that kind of dedication. I'll be spending easily over a thousand bucks on them this year. So, there's, like, this whole BTS section, and, and, like, I'm just, like, you know, getting extra B-roll. We're, you know, I'm I'm talking about this, this you know, I'm just explaining different things. And my friend, another black man, who is aware that BTS stands and EXO stands don't get along, he was like, oh, in the middle of me like explaining this BTS stuff, he um he um he's like, oh, I don't really like BTS. I'm an EXO fan, like clearly being facetious, clearly being sarcastic, clearly making a joke out of it, right? Now, this is where the clip starts. From that point, you don't hear anything that he says before that, which I didn't know he he wasn't actually hitting record at that point. All you, he records at that point. So he says all of that, all that happens, and then right now he hits record. And the first thing that the camera sees me say is, 
We do not support anything EXO or their stands. They're trash, and you can tell them that I said it. There was a joke in my voice. He laughed. You could clearly tell I was not serious. I have no issues with EXO. I don't overly enjoy their music. Like, I have EXO music on my phone. I, I like a few songs, but I'm not, like, a diehard EXO fan. I'm not checking for music all the time, but I don't hate them. It takes too much to hate anybody. So, we get back to the house. We're looking at footage. And, like, he, he brings up a little EXO clip of, of me saying, like, 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 EXO music and the fans are trash. And I just, like, put, took my phone out, like, re- recorded the little clip playing. Like, it wasn't even the official clip, like, posted. It was just a clip on my phone that had, like, wasn't even the best audio or video. I was just like, oh, like, new podcast coming, like, hashtag, like, EXO, right? Just, just to bring a couple extra looks. Like, I... I figured a few people might get upset, but I figured, like, if you looked at this video, you, 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 you could clearly tell I was joking. Boy, when I tell you these motherfucking K-pop stands came for me, dog, I got called an old man, a hater, block and report this person. First of all, let me talk to y'all K-pop stands about this block and report shit. You cannot block and report someone for speaking their mind about how they feel about somebody. If I had a dollar for every one of you dumb fucking K-pop fans who has told me that they're going to block and, re- and report my shit for, for me speaking my mind. Because guess what? I never get shit taken down. My content's never blocked. Which means you motherfuckers are just out here reporting shit for no reason. Until you dumb motherfucking EXO stands who couldn't tell it was a fucking joke and felt the need to get all in your little motherfucking feelings about it, you can suck the fattest part of my dusty black ass. Alright? And that's how I feel about that. I shouldn't have even have to apologize for that like I did. Because clearly, if you had three fucking brain cells, any of you EXO stands who, who, who came for me, you would understand that I was clearly fucking joking. I don't have fucking time to, to sit here and, and spread hate. Nigga, who has that much fucking time? And, and secondly, who thinks that people in America give that much of a fuck about your little group? Alright? I can walk down the street right now and ask 20 people. They won't know who the fuck um, EXO is. But I bet you five of them know who BTS is. Just saying. So I go viral again. And it was crazy because the because the video was up for like a day. And had like a hundred views. And no one was, was really upset. And then all of a sudden one major account finds it. And it gets like 5,000 views. My mentions are going crazy. My DMs going crazy. Folks talking to me all out my brain. Like, had I known Stan's were this crazy, I don't know if I would have joined Stan Life, but now I'm too, 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 too deep and I love it, so I'm not going anywhere. I'm just saying, had I known that all of this would have been waiting for me in the Stan Life, I'm not sure I ever would have necessarily joined the Stan Life. However, I'm just, you know, at a point now where when it comes to my K-pop, you know, stuff... I'm just going to speak my motherfucking mind. And if you hate it, you just need some fucking pussy. Or some dick. Whichever one you prefer. But I'm no longer going to apologize for speaking my honest truth about shit. Y'all motherfuckers can just get off my ass about it. And that's how I feel about it. And when I post this link to my podcast on my page, 
I'll make sure I hit hashtag EXO just to piss off a few people. Why? Because I'm petty, motherfucker. I'm Sir Petty. I'm Sir Petty a lot. Petty got back. I'm Daddy Petty. Just saying. And our last topic. Second to last, actually. Juice World has been sued again. Now, I love Juice World. I believe Juice World is one of the all-time best freestylers I've ever heard in my life. Regardless of how you feel about Juice World, um, 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 regardless of um, how you feel about Juice World and 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 his music, you cannot deny the fact that this man can freestyle. If you watch like his Tim Westwood freestyle, and um, if you watch like his Tim Westwood freestyle, and even like the recent one that. I believe No Jumper put out. It's just fucking amazing to hear this guy freestyle. And he's so smart because he knows, like, that straight bars will keep hip-hop fans listening. But he knows the the melodic shit sells, so he does it very well. But anyway, Juice world has been sued again. You know, last time Sting, you know, taught him the harsh business and sued him for interpolating his song... For link for uh not 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 link with it what, what what's the big one lucid dreams and and you don't know what interpolating is so a sample is literally you taking the original audio and just like you know doing whatever you want to it manipulating it interpolating means that 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 someone else is like recreating it like like you're not taking it from the internet you've got people in your studio actually recreating. Um, the beat. It sounds the same, acts the, the same, works the the same, but you physically uh, created it. You just used that like template of the song. Still technically sampling, but a much different version of it. One used by by artists to kind of circumvent um, laws that that protect people from used to sampling their shit. So, you know, Sting sued him. For, for uh, lucid dreams, and that was one lawsuit. And now he's being sued by by this kid who says he stole my ringtone, my favorite Juice World song. Lean with me. He said he stole it from him, and I can't even find the 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 original song. But this lawsuit was filed by his parents, and for what everything I read, it looks to be legit. And my question is. How do we get here? How do we get to this point in the culture where it's like people just keep getting sued and these rappers don't know business and and they get sued and they also do dumb shit like sign 360s and, and I'm just like, bro, like, like y'all have got to get to a point where y'all got some smart people around you and y'all learn what the fuck y'all are doing. Like, there's no reason why Jewish World should be getting sued by some fucking teenager, dog. Granted, you're a teenager, too, I'm just saying. It's it's ridiculous. So I'll keep you guys updated on whatever happens with, with the Juice World um, story. I'm not going to talk about PNB Rock. Um, we'll wait some, until that situation kind of unfolds. Free PNB Rock. That's all I'm going to say about that. Last but not least, I want Cardi B to run for president. 
And no, I'm not joking. I seriously want Cardi B one day to run for president. Because we're going to be able to use food stamps at McDonald's. We're going to be able to fucking just do everything we can't do right now. And you know, Cardi B spoke her opinion about the country right now, which she actually had a lot of good points about it. Um, She brought up the fact that a lot of conservatives and Republicans talk about the, the fact that Obama shut down the government for 17 days, but that was for health care and not a wall. She has some really good points in there. Like, like even if you didn't agree with it, you, you clearly see this is somebody who, who, who pays attention enough to know like what they're talking about, right? And so... What are we doing? And and so, you know, she she speaks her opinion. And old pale face, nobody. I fuck black men on the side. Fucking Tommy Lauren face ass is gonna like comment and troll and add fuel to the fire. And Cardi B said, "I will dog walk you." And I've had the funnest time watching my white friends and white people that I know trying to figure out. What I will dog walk you means. It means I will drag your ass. It means meet me outside and I'm going to whoop that ass. It means 3 o'clock under the tree, I'm going to smack the living dog shit out you. I'm going to put you back in your mama's womb. I'm going to make sure you're unborn type shit. That's what I'm talking about. So, so I'm just saying it's a wonderful week in the culture. It's been a wonderful couple of weeks. I will be back every single week now that we actually have enough going on um like i said my apologies guys for the absences i've been wanting to do this for a while now um there just wasn't enough to like sit down and give you guys enough content and i don't want to be one of those podcasts that just sits down every week and talks to you for like no reason because i'm supposed to i want to make sure that when i'm here i have quality things that that i want to talk about with with you guys and discuss and you know family time and discussion so we're gonna you know so we're going to do all that. Now that the culture's back up and running, industry's back up and, and running past de- December, please remember to love yourself. Mental health is wealth. I am your boy, Operator 16, poet, blogger, songwriter, extraordinaire. Remember to follow me on, on Instagram at Operator 16. Follow my poetry page at Operator underscore 16 underscore. There's an extra underscore at the end of my poetry page. Please make sure you like and subscribe to my other podcast on YouTube, Time and a Half Show. And make sure you follow my hip-hop page at 16 Media. If you're on Twitter, please follow me on Twitter at Operator 16. All one word, no underscore. Peace.